You're listening to the Gold Biz Podcast, episode number 94. Times are changing and it does not matter what time of year it is or when it is, it's never too late to grow your photography business. So in this episode, we're going to unlock the secrets to expanding your photography business and turning it into a thriving career with these effective and proven strategies that I have used myself. You're listening to the Gold Biz Podcast with Rachel Traxler, a traveling wedding photographer turned creative business entrepreneur. Each week, Rachel brings you purpose-driven action to become the ambitious entrepreneur you are meant to be. We'll dive into topics such as life, business, failures and successes, and being the best version of yourself you can be. This is a warm and positive space for all creative entrepreneurs to come together, inspire, and grow. Because every day is an opportunity to shine here at the Gold Biz Podcast. Now here's your host, Rachel Traxler. Hello, sunshines, and welcome back to the Gold Biz Podcast with me, your host, Rachel Traxler. If growing your photography business this year is something you take seriously, then it's time to focus on a few different things. And in this episode, I'm going to cover a few things that I think should take priority. But before we dive into it, if you're loving the Gold Biz Podcast, I'd love for you to screenshot this and share it to your stories and tag me at Rachel Traxler so that I can see which episodes you're loving the most and then also share the love in return too. And you know that I'm a no-fluff type of educator, so here we go. We are diving into it. The best ways to grow your photography business in 2023. Number one is expand your marketing and lead generation strategies. If you want to grow your business in 2023, and that looks like filling your calendar and growing your team, then it's time to start to expand your marketing strategies and your lead generation strategies. Do not just rely on one and call it good and call it a day, make sure that you have two to three really solid lead generation strategies that are consistently bringing you in new leads. The keyword here is consistently. And if you don't have that right now, if you're thinking to yourself, I don't have that, that's good news actually, because that means that there's room for growth for you to make that happen. And there's room for change. And I always like to say that you need to have at least one lead generation strategy that does not require your everyday attention, which is typically what social media is. Because when people say, oh yeah, Instagram is my biggest lead generator, that's great. But that also takes real-time energy and requires your energy every single day to show up in real time. So I want you to also think of something that will bring you consistent leads without you having to do anything at all. And also, if you've been focusing on maybe the same marketing strategies for over a year now, or you've been doing it the past year or even more, then maybe it's time to switch it up if you're not getting results. I'm a big fan of just trying things out to see if they work. But if you've been doing the same thing for the past year and you've seen that your your inquiries have slowed down recently, this might be your sign to switch it up and add on a new one or try a different strategy. Because I'm all about giving things time, obviously, to see if they work. But again, things are changing in 2023. So it might be your sign to switch something up or add on another lead generation strategy that again is going to give you that keyword consistent lead generation. And number two, the best way to grow your photography business is to streamline your systems. So this is the year to streamline and simplify your business. If you haven't already, I promise you, you'll feel like a new person, a new businesswoman. I think that when people think of systems and streamlining, they think it sounds overwhelming because that seems like something that would be overwhelming, but it also just means simplifying everything. In my opinion, I'm all about simplifying 
versus overcomplicating. And I know I talk about streamlining your systems and getting solid workflows in place, et cetera, a lot on this podcast, but that doesn't mean that it has to be overwhelming because in my opinion, like I said, actually simpler is better meaning that the more that you can condense and simplify your workflow, your emails, your communication, your guides, your steps to things, the easier it's going to be on you and the easier it's going to actually be on your clients, which spoiler alert equals a better client experience. We all know I love that here. And so if you're wanting to grow your business this year in 2023, You need to clean things up and have some solid SOPs, have solid standard operating procedures to your business so that it can run smoother both with and without you. And I think that that starts with streamlining your systems. So if you feel like you have a million programs that you're using, is there a way that you can condense those and overlap them and use those programs for specific tasks so you're using less things? If you're sending a boatload of emails, are you able to condense that down into less emails, a smaller number or shorter amount of emails? Or are you able to take your workflow and condense it down and have a smaller workflow that's also still efficient? Also, look at the programs you're using to keep track of your numbers. Are you organized? All those things, not to overwhelm you by any means, but I'm hoping that this kind of motivates you that you want to streamline your systems. And I am the most simple when it comes to this. So I think you can simplify it and I think it'll just declutter and make your life so much better. And number three is to expand your network and visibility. If you're wanting to grow your business this year, then I think it's time to step out of your own circle and your own comfort zone and start to network with other business owners and vendors to help you gain more connections, more opportunities, and more visibility too. Because what happens by making new connections is that new opportunities come up that you maybe didn't even think or realize could happen, which is such a beautiful thing. And I'm a firm believer that you're the only one who can create opportunities for yourself. There is a very small chance that things are going to just fall in your lap or it's going to be at least really few and far between when they do. So I think it's up to you to go out and make that happen for yourself. No one else is going to do it except for you. And a great way to network and gain more visibility is by getting in front of other people's audiences to help you leverage more visibility too. So for example, for that, If you partner with a really cool wedding venue, their audience is likely ideal audience for you because it's an ideal audience of couples wanting to get married or are looking to get married there at that location. Therefore, they're going to find you that way, which will help you gain more visibility from the right type of people and will help you get in front of new ideal clients, which will ultimately result in getting more leads and inquiries. And there's also just, in my opinion, no such thing as over-networking either. In my opinion, you can never make too many connections and never have too many friends in the industry. I think the more, the better. The more, the merrier is my kind of motto with that. So if this is something you've struggled with in the past, or you at least are finding yourself in a place of comfortability, maybe you've been living in the same place for a while, you don't feel like now working is as important. Maybe you don't feel like you're at a point in your business where it's that important. I really challenge you this year to step out of your comfort zone and reach out and make more connections. I promise you beautiful things will come from it. So my homework for you today with this one is just start by writing down five to 10 people that you would love to connect with and then start interacting with them, start building a relationship with them, and then maybe start to reach out to them more. Again, like I said, you never know what can come from creating connections and friendships, and it always results in a beautiful thing, in my opinion. 
And moving right along, number four is I want you to try new things this year because the fear of failing or staying in your comfort zone is so out. We are kicking that out. That's not, it's not here to stay. It's not welcome here. We want, and I want for you to get out of your comfort zone and be okay with failing. I think that's something that I've always just been okay with. I already, I know that to get to a certain level or to get to a certain goal that there's just going to be failure along the way. And that's kind of fun for me too. It's like, okay, that worked. That didn't work. Okay. How can we learn from it and how can we move on? So seriously, please do not let fear hold you back from trying new things. I want to just shake everybody who is letting this happen. And listen, I have let it happen to myself too. So I think it's just a good reminder for all of us too, to not let fear hold us back in 2023. And like I said, I feel like that's something I feel like I've always had a pretty good grasp on, but also never was perfect at it either because I still have my own holdbacks, um, still do to this day. But it is something that I wish I could tell my younger self when I got started to just nip it in the butt and keep going and not be so concerned or so worried so soon in my career. So if you are a creative entrepreneur, especially in 2023, you are well aware at the quick pace and change of pace in the digital space. And if there's one constant in this industry and in this career, it's change. Change is going to happen it's just inevitable. So you need to learn how to adapt to changes. And that doesn't mean that you need to hop on every new trend or new change that's happening by any means, but it does mean that you need to step out of your comfort zone just a little bit and try new things and just be willing to try new systems and try new approaches to things. And I even just look back at just how I've evolved in my career. Cause when I started, I'm speak I'm totally speaking to myself because when I started I was delivering photos on CDs, I mailed out paper contracts, I could create one blog post and use that as my marketing strategy. So, I've learned over the years a thing or two about what it takes to just having an adaptive mindset and just being okay with change and it's overwhelming. I'm going to be honest, like we all know it is. It's like, oh, Instagram has another update, the algorithm has another update. Oh, here's a new app we have to use and a new social media platform. I get it. Like I'm, I know it is, and it can be overwhelming, but I want you at the end of the day to analyze and see what's going to be the best business decision for you. Because I, I personally love change. In fact, I feel like I need it in my life and in my business. I'm an Enneagram type seven, so I don't know if that has something to do with it. It just excites me. I need change and I cannot have the same thing over and over. And I know that not everybody is the same way, but like I said, is it overwhelming at times? Yes, of course. But the biggest thing you need to do is prioritize and really analyze what is going to make an impact and what is just shiny object syndrome. Because when you can identify the difference between these two and ask yourself, that's going to help you so much. Is this really going to help grow my business or am I just trying to keep up with everyone else? So for example, if your goal is to generate more income and the way you do that is by booking more weddings, what are you doing to focus on getting more wedding inquiries to help you reach that goal? Not what are you doing to try to keep up with a new social media platform? What are you doing to get more wedding inquiries to reach your income goal? Get really specific and just stay in your lane. That's I know that that's easier said than done, but when you can be so clear and so focused on your goals, you're not going to let anything deter you from that. And you know, you can kind of stay in your lane. I also think it's not a surprise when I say to try new things is to get on video 
record things that you do throughout the day, record all these little things so that you can create content from it. And I say this because it's tw- it's 2023. This was huge in 2022. Video is the future. I hate to like say that, appreciate it. You know that. It's here to stay. So just don't be afraid of it. Just embrace it. I promise you, you'll get more comfortable with it as you get, as you like just keep doing it more, you'll get better at it. You need to start somewhere. So if putting off video is something you did in 2022, we are leaving that in 2022. 2023, you are prioritizing video no matter what that is. Start recording everything you do. Okay, little rant, but moving on, number five is to know your numbers. I, gone are the days that we don't know our numbers and we're not confident in them because we need to be on top of the business side of of our business. So as entrepreneurs, let's be confident in our business and let's be confident in our numbers, okay? And again, let's start with knowing your numbers so we can make smart business decisions when it comes to that because we are knowing our numbers. We know what areas that we can invest our money into. We know where we can adjust. We know what's going on. We know where our income is coming in. We know what expenses are going out. We know what's going to save money, all those things. I personally like to keep it really simple by keeping a spreadsheet to track my income and expenses and also break it into quarters so that I can make quarterly goals for myself so it doesn't seem so overwhelming and it's not just one big annual income goal. And I also use QuickBooks too just to keep track of all of this for me. And I'll just go in weekly and categorize my income and my expenses so it's easier come tax time and all that stuff. But there is something personally that I love that's so fun about having my own spreadsheet so that I can visually see where I'm at, how far away from my goals I am, and maybe like what fun plans and launches I have that quarter going on. That way I can kind of plan ahead for it and plan my content strategy and my marketing around it for that next quarter and even for the year too. And then that way, I know if I'm falling short on my income goal, I can get really creative with it. I can make it and turn it into a really fun game to see, okay, I'm five grand short of what my goal is. Where can I come up with that? Can I host mini session days? Can I launch an album campaign to prior clients? Can I offer like boudoirs to my past clients? What can I do to make it fun to kind of come up with that? But before I had that spreadsheet, I didn't know where I was at with my income goals. I didn't know where I was at. I remember Trent would ask me, how much do you think you're going to bring in this year? And I would say, I have no idea (laughs) because I just didn't really know where I sat. And so I think it's really fun since I have created this spreadsheet that I just know where I'm at at all times and I can turn it into a really fun game. So if you want that spreadsheet, the exact spreadsheet that I use, you can get it in the links in today's show notes. I will give it to you so that you can track your own because I promise you it's really fun. It kind of turns it into a fun game. So make sure to grab that in the show notes. And then last but not least, number six of the best ways to grow your business in 2023 is to evaluate what areas you need growth in and get help where it's needed. So look back at 2022. You can't grow your business if you don't even know what areas of growth are needed for you in this specific time. And also don't be afraid to ask for help in the areas that you're not good at too. Because you wanna know a secret, we are evaluating all of my like just taxes and incomes and all this stuff for 2022, my biggest expense in 2022 was outsourcing and to contractors. And even that being my highest expense, I still had my highest income generating year yet after that. So I think that goes to show the power in that. But something really important to note as well, the most important thing I tell my students too, when it comes to outsourcing and hiring contractors is to make sure that you're hiring smart and making smart business decisions. And this doesn't 
mean that you can't make mistakes. I've made so many hiring mistakes in the past. It just means that When you do look to outsource, you need to make sure you're hiring income generating activity, like when it comes down to hiring and outsourcing, meaning that they are going to help you bring in more money than you would have without them. So if looking into hiring and outsourcing is something that's on your mind for this year, make sure you prioritize that. Are you just hiring a social media manager because you think everyone else has a social media manager or you see everyone else keeping up with social media or Is it actually going to bring you in more income than you are paying them? Something to think about. Otherwise, I also just think it's a good time to look at and evaluate where you need growth too for yourself and in your business. So not even just with hiring and outsourcing, but what do you as a business owner, what areas do you need to improve on to do better? Maybe if you are hiring new team members, you're kind of stepping into that leadership role a little bit. How can you be a better leader? Maybe you are adding more clients and getting more wedding clients than you normally have. So how are you managing and juggling all these weddings in a more efficient way? I don't want this question (laughs) and that to overwhelm you because I'm sure all of us myself included, every single one listening here, you can write a long to-do list of things that you need to do right now or things that you need to improve on. Everybody can. So I don't want that to overwhelm you, but let this just be a gentle nudge and gentle reminder to give ourselves an evaluation uh, around this time of year too, so that we don't stay stuck in the same cycles that we were in last year. And we are always focusing on growing and moving forward, which I want for you this year. I'm sure you want for yourself this year. I think 2023 is going to be an awesome year. So those are my six tips to help you grow your business in 2023. Let's recap on the six tips here. Number one was expand your marketing and lead generation strategies. Number two was streamline your systems. Number three, expand your network and visibility. Number four, try new things. Number five, know your numbers. Number six, evaluate what areas you need growth in and get help where it's needed. So I really hope you found some inspiration and some motivation in today's episode. And also make sure to download the free income tracker spreadsheet in the show notes, just so you can help be more confident in your numbers this year. I know you will. So if you loved this episode, make sure to screenshot it and share it to your stories and tag me at Rachel Traxler so I can see which ones you are loving the best and share the love in return. Thank you so much for listening listening to today's episode. I appreciate you so much. Keep shining and we'll see you next time.